You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. I hope you're keeping up with the never-ending changes surrounding the government's COVID plans. For those of you who may have missed it, in the last week there has been yet another update to the old furlough scheme, which became the Job Support Scheme, which was due to come online on the 1st of November 2020 and has now become the Job Support Scheme Mark. Two, Before the changes were announced last week, we discussed the original job support scheme in episode 35 of the podcast. Well, the word had not even been cemented in your earlobes before the Chancellor ushered in what looks like a slightly more generous job support scheme in the face of a second wave tiered lockdown system which is now affecting almost the whole country. Now in the previous job support scheme or JSS the Chancellor had promised that if your employer allowed you to remain in your job for at least 33% or one third of your normal weekly hours your employer would have to pay you full pay for those hours And then both your employer and the government would then pay you one third each of your normal pay for the remaining 67% of your hours, which are the hours you would not be working. This meant that you would end up with at least 77.6% of your normal salary as long as you didn't earn more than £697.92 per month. And that's because the government set the monthly cap for the government's contribution, which meant that if the government's third of your salary came to more than £697.92, then this is the most you would receive from the government's third of the contribution to your monthly salary. So obviously, if a third of your salary was more than this, then you would in real terms receive less pay. So what's changed? Well, under the new rules, the scheme is still called the Job Support Scheme or the GSS, except the old Job Support Scheme is called Closed and the new Job Support Scheme is called Open. And now the government has lowered the minimum amount of hours your employer must let you work from 33.3% of your normal hours or a third of your weekly or monthly hours to now just 20% of your normal weekly or monthly hours. And your employer will still have to pay full pay for these working hours. However, one of the main changes to be ushered in is that for the remaining 80% of your working hours that you won't be working, your employer now only has to pay you 5% of your pay for those hours not work. And the government now picks up the tab for 61.67% of your lost salary 
that you would have earned. It's important to note that the government is not paying you at 61.67% of the hours you are not working, but 61.67% of the pay you would be losing for the hours you are not working. So put another way, when you add the 5% of the pay your employer has to pay for the hours you do not work, and then add that to the 61.67% of your salary, which the government will pay for the hours that you do not work, you'll end up with 66.67% of your pay for the 80 hours that you are not working. And that pay will then have to be added to the full pay you will receive for the 20% of hours your employer has to provide you and allow you to work so that your employer can qualify for the job support scheme and claim the remainder of the government's contribution. It's also important to note that the job support scheme's cap, which is the level of pay beyond which the government will not pay, has been increased from £697.92 per month to £1,541.75 per month. And even that figure isn't set in stone because we've also seen figures in excess of £2,000 per month. And as we get some way into the job support scheme beginning its life, that figure no doubt will be clarified. But what we do know is that the figure is above the £697.92 per month, which had been the cap on the closed job support scheme. Now, it's important to remember that your employer must still continue paying pension and national insurance contributions in respect of the money they pay you. And the employer can also top up the money they pay you to bring you closer to the 100% of your salary. However, it's important to note that the employer doesn't have to do this. It is entirely within the gift of the employer to top up your salary. And topping up your salary is not a requirement of the employer to be able to claim the part of your wages from the job support scheme. Now, the job support scheme will be available in all COVID alert areas. And as mentioned earlier, the government is not imposing a requirement that your employer has to have been part of the old coronavirus job retention scheme to be able to join the new open job support scheme. A couple of really important points to note here is that your employer must still get your agreement before placing you on the job support scheme. Because in effect, if you agree to the scheme, you're agreeing to a temporary change in your terms and conditions of employment whilst you're on the job support scheme. And obviously, those changes relate to a change in your hourly rate and a change in the actual hours you're going to work. And this is a temporary change that the employer must have your approval for. And it's likely that the majority of people will agree to that temporary change. But what can happen is that if you refuse to a reduction in your salary under the rules of the job support scheme, 
your employer may tell you that the only alternative available to joining that scheme may be to make you redundant. The employer may also decide to shut down the workplace and lay you off temporarily without pay until business picks up. So it is important to bear that in mind. But what your employer cannot do is to dismiss you for redundancy reasons or give you notice of dismissal during any period of time where your employer is claiming part of your salary under the job support scheme. So it's important to just remember that. Now, in addition to the terms of the previous job support scheme, if you work in a business that is forced to close because of the new tiered lockdown conditions, your employer will still be able to claim two thirds of your wages under the old furlough scheme. And again, there are many businesses that have been forced to close because they pose a risk under the new tiered lockdown conditions. Before ending this week's episode, we just need to touch on the issue of who is eligible for the new job support scheme. For your employer to be able to claim your wages under the new job support scheme, you have to have been on your employer's PAYE, that's pay as you earn payroll, between the 6th of April and 11.59pm on the 23rd of September 2020. However, if you ceased employment with your employer after the 23rd of September 2020 and your employer then decides to re-employ you to get help with your wages, the government will allow this and will cover your wages under the job support scheme. The job support scheme is open to employees and an employee is someone who is considered an employee for tax purposes. And as an employee, you can be on any type of contract, including zero hours or temporary contracts, because it's your status as an employee for tax purposes that qualifies you for the scheme. If you're an agency worker, however, then you are considered an employee of your employment agency for the purposes of this scheme, as long as you are registered as an employee for income tax purposes. So if you're not sure, this is something that you'll need to check with your agency so that you don't miss out. But what this means for IR35 workers is that you will not likely be covered by the scheme because whilst the company you work for might be affected by lockdown conditions or whilst the government may order the company that you are contracted to to close, the government is clear that they are not ordering your personal services company to close. And because of this, an IR35 worker is not classed as an employee in the same way as a traditional employee. And indeed, an IR35 worker is classed as an off-payroll worker. So again, that is something you will need to check with your umbrella agency, just to be sure about eligibility. On a final note... If you're an employee who is facing reduced working hours due to the pandemic, 
you still have access to working tax credits and you also still get access to the childcare element of the working tax credit system. And that will be for the duration of the job support scheme. And that's it for this week. As you can see, this is a fast moving situation that seems to change every week with something being added or refined to the government scheme to top up your wages. All we can say is that we will be here to bring you the simplified version of the government's plans as best we can. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Please remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. This really does help to push up the podcast and to make the podcast more visible so more people can find us. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast in the reviews that you are leaving because this helps us to set future topic areas for future podcast episodes. And finally, don't forget that you can still access the grievance downloads as part of this podcast episodes and you can use those downloads to help you if you need to make a complaint about anything you are unhappy about at work. You'll find the links to those downloads at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. All you need to do is scroll down, hit the area of the notes where it says see more and that will take you directly to the links for the downloads. Hit the links and you'll be taken straight to where you can access the information. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.